Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so happy that you are joining us. I hope that you have had a good day. I hope that your week has gone well and uh, that uh, somehow you are finding a way to laugh. You're finding a way in, in all of the craziness of the world to stop and look at the good things. Uh, sitting at the table, we still don't have a round table yet. I, I've been thinking about that the round table and how that would fit in this room this and foam stuff kind of rounds the edges well i was kind of wondering you know that would be a whole new thing we'd have to do to get Dwayne uh, to fix but anyway sitting to my right is tiffany tiffany i'm so glad that you made it and made it early tonight man i've been here like forever just waiting on chris nice dig tiffany nice dig. i oh. just i mean nice passive aggressive anxiously comment. awaiting because i couldn't wait to see him and mostly jessica oh, Thank nice you. passive aggressive comment let's but, talk about that but today i'm, here, I'm happy to be here Darlene. finally i'm finally happy to finally get to be let's doing talk this about deep-rooted anger and unforgiveness oh boy oh, oh, yeah. there you go Jessica, we're glad you're here. Thank you. We, I think the last couple times maybe you were working and didn't yeah. get to come. I haven't been on in a while. I know, and we've missed you. Oh, I've missed you guys. And by the way, your throat sounds good it tonight. It sounds better today. I yeah. think it's so cute, horse, though. I do, too. Do. It's I adorable. really like it. Like, just keep a little. Yeah. You guys are so silly. That's what he said. He's like, like that is sexy. I know. It's like, like there's Phoebe. Something wrong with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we were talking about doing one it's last adorable. week, and, and you were like, I can hardly talk, I, but I I'll be there. I didn't have a voice but, last week. Was but awful. I agree. I thought it sounded cute, too. It's adorable. I don't feel like it's, you know, sexy. sexy but cute. But it is so cute. Thanks, Tiff. Mm. <laughs> well, you there know. you go. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, just, just pray that my voice stays this way, yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, who needs uh, their whole voice, uh, honestly? No one. If it didn't hurt, I would be more okay with Does it. Does it hurt? It's like, it's kind of like my vocal cords are rubbing together when it's trying to make, and so it's a little sore. But it's not my actual throat. Like, I can feel my vocal cords. You need to lay sore. off the opera for a minute. I, yeah, that's yeah. probably what I should do. Just yeah. stop. You got to vocal rest. I'm just, anybody. I'm booked for the rest of the year, though, so mm. I don't know that I can. Mm. Also, don't yell at your kids and husband. Right, there you oh, go. I mean, yeah. by yell, I mean singing opera to them, practicing oh, is yes, what I was talking yes, about. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> uh, well, since it's been a while since we've gotten together uh, with you, Jessica, welcome back to the table. Thank and you. because you uh, you always bring a brightness, and, uh-huh. and uh, I like your spunk. And so it's always it's fun to have Glad have someone here. It's chutzpah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. What is it called? Chutzpah. Yeah. What's that mean? You've got chutzpah. What is Google that? Google it. I'm a, is Sassy. it on the Urban Dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. It's in Webster's. <laughs> oh, it's in the original <laughs> dictionary. The OG. The is OG. It, is it a real wor- word? Yeah. I don't know how to spell that. word. It's like Jewish or something. I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't well, so say. So is it in the real dictionary well, no, no, then? That's up. what I'm wanting to know. It have, is. Have you heard s- it before? Made someone never, look it up. I've never heard that word before. I thought it was a made-up word. It ends with an H. Chutzpah. Chutzpah? Sounds Greek. Are you? Anyway, sitting at this part of the table <laughs> is oh, the amazing, sometimes Chris Norman. Yes. You're not always Chris Norman. No, I'm not amazing all the time. Oh. Because oh. I'm a human. Oh. No. 
think well, you're amazing all the time. And, and tonight you're on your own, sitting at the table with all of those women. And I'm used to that. Yeah. I'm used to being a minority as a white male. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Well, I just threw up in my mouth. Okay, right but, here, you, the but you have to preface that because you're a white male nurse. Uh, yeah. So you have to say that you're the in the I saw a movie. But at least when pa- Pastor's here, he, yeah, he yeah, movie did you feels see? more confident. Something about. Something. Did you find <laughs> it? Did you find the word? Yeah, I said it. You weren't oh, paying attention. What? Well, I basically just had Jessica as it, the, my picture, the was picture there. was of it. Yeah. Where did oh. it go? I just closed it. I had it. Hold on. I'll look it up again. Chutzpah. I've never heard it's it. It's a Yiddish word. Oh, a Yiddish. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the meanings are supreme self-confidence, nerve, gall. <laughs> <laughs> also, it can be on those things. unbelievable gall, insolence, and audacity. But oh, yeah, I wasn't talking about that. those no. parts. Mm-hmm. I was no. talking about like you're you've got spunk. spunk yeah. Sounds spunk. like you as well. That's yeah, why we get along. It kind of does. Yeah. It does mm-hmm. kind of fit your personality. Hey, so so hey, Yiddish. Where does that come from? I told you it that sounded like Jewish or something. Like Jewish Isn't or that in that general Hebrewish. Listen, yeah. You don't make me sound like an absolute fool more than I already do. So let's get off the geography. And well, all I'm that. just really like, <laughs> you were right. I you, mean, you it was a real word, yeah. but I it's not one. You never heard of chutzpah? No. No. Who that one's got chutzpah right there. I have. I've Listen, heard who uses it. that oh, in the daily language? The, I've used it twice this week. They not used it a lot of movies today. in the 70s when <laughs> Tiffy was a little girl. <laughs> oh. That was a dig. That was rude. <laughs> Shots he just, fired. He just told your age. I think I just spit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, friends. <laughs> yes, we are so glad you're here. I, I just want to, uh, Tiffy sent us a, a really precious, uh, on Tuesday she sent us a devotion. Well, actually we didn't get it to Wednesday. Normally it's on Tuesday and she's been so faithful for like two, three years, I don't know, and it's just always really, really good. But uh, I, I just, I went back to it again today. I just thought it was so good. And it was uh, from... Uh, the where is this uh, devotion? I, the passion? I hear his or? whisper. Yeah, I hear hear his whisper. I think is what it's it's an email devotion that I get. I oh, think okay. it's called I hear his whisper. Okay, but I might be wrong. I want you to read read that to us because I just really feel like our our listeners. You know, we talk so much about uh, hearing the voice of God, being sensitive, and uh, I just thought this was so good and so fitting t- mm-hmm. for all of us right now. Um, first of all, these these uh, devotions always come as if I don't know if you're familiar with like Jesus calling. They're always he mm-hmm. always speaks in the first person as if it's from mm-hmm. Jesus himself, and so that's how this one it also does. I like both of them. Anyway, it says, "I see the way the enemy comes after you. It doesn't just feel like the rug has been pulled out. It's like the world has tilted off its axis, leaving you dazed and confused." Things are being shaken, and you're not sure if you have a tight enough grip on me. My beloved, close your eyes and turn your heart to me. I've got you. I've got you. But I need you to breathe. I need you to lean in to my fatherly heart. Let me soothe your anxiety and heal this trauma. You will not be able to see clearly or hear my instructions until you find your peace. Until you can fully let go, and trust me, it will be difficult to move forward. I am your safe place to cry, vent, and even scream. But don't stay in a puddle of self-pity. 
Remind yourself of my promises and put them on your lips. They contain life and power. They are your weapons. Use them. My word is true and you can depend on it. No matter what the enemy lies to you about, I will always have the final say. And then the scripture reference, it's from the, pa- the Passion Translation. It's Psalms 9, 9, and 10. And it says, All who are oppressed may come to Yahweh as high shelter in the time of trouble, a perfect hiding place. For everyone who knows your wonderful name keeps putting their trust in you. They can count on you for help no matter what. Oh Lord, you will never, no, never neglect those who come to you. So isn't that good? Isn't that, that is good. Uh, it is so good. And and I I love the explanation when it when it first starts because you know, as being pastors, you know, we personally struggle with things, you know, from time to time and but there are so many of of couples and families and single people too, but you just really see so many attacks that are just seem to be out of the left field almost and and literally people's lives are being shaken to the core i uh and and on one on one aspect you could think this is really a bad thing because you know (coughs) none of us likes to be shaken to the core we don't like our world to get all turned upside down all of a sudden and 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 so when it looks like the rug's been pulled out from under us, you know, that that's a tough thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, no. And uh, I, I felt like when I thought of so many different people, when Tiffany, when you sent that, I, I just, you know, people we've been praying for and and just believe in God to, to turn and change lives. And and young people, you know, teenagers mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. uh, are, are struggling so much with their lives and trying to figure out who they are and trying to uh they're hearing so much messaging from whether it be tv whether it be social media whether it be friends uh it it just seems like everywhere they turn they are being so uh so bombarded and Mm -hmm. and it's hard for them to know what they believe or what they think in the Mm -hmm. the least little thing and it's not a little thing because it's major to them, yeah. but it just seems to, uh, they're, ha- they're struggling. They're having a rough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many, um, there's so many people, and I think I told you this the other day, in my own personal life, like my circle mm-hmm. is quite small, which is just how I like it, but there's so many people just within my own personal reach that are suffering in one way or another some physically some mentally some financially Mm -hmm. some you know they're having family issues or or all of those things mixed together Mm -hmm. there's so many people that are just Mm -hmm. surrounding me and you want to help yes every one of them and and so then you can make yourself even weary so you've got to just really lean into god because Mm -hmm. You know, like, I want to help this one, I want to help this one, I want to help that one. And, like, you don't know what to say. You just keep saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you. You know, but when you see so many people hurting, and I know that that's not, it's not just me who is surrounded by Mm -hmm. people who are hurting. You know, I have things in my own life, the decisions that I'm trying to make and, and, you know, trying to be the kind of parent I need to be and and trying to do all the right things Mm -hmm. and, and work and all of those things and it just can get so overwhelming but when i look at my my situation it's so microscopic 
compared to what those that I love are dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about taking a step back Mm -hmm. and looking at the big picture because you can see the goodness of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And can I tell you, can I tell them what we talked about with the the hotel room? Yes. I thought that was so good. So we were were driving along Mm -hmm. and I told mom, I said, we were talking about the sky because the sky is my very favorite part of the entire universe. Mm-hmm. I just, no matter what time of day, something interesting is happening in the sky and it changes like instantly, right? And so mm-hmm. I've been awed by the sky because no one but, but my creator could do that. Right. So sometimes a way that I clear my head, actually oftentimes, is right around sunset because I like to sleep. I'm not trying to see the sunrise. Right, me neither. I'm not interested nope. in nope, it. That's for the, that's for other people. Uh-huh. That's not for nope, me. me the sunset's for me. Yep. Um, but I will look out my back door. We bought the lot that we bought for a very specific reason because of the view. Mm-hmm. And and if they ever build anything behind me, you're gonna tear it down. I might. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but I can look out there and just see su- and just such peace. And I feel like. It's, it's a reminder to me, like God saying, mm-hmm. listen, if I've got time to make this beauty, mm-hmm. you know, just by flicking my little finger, mm-hmm. I've got time to do anything that you need. Absolutely. And so then it made me think about how we get tunnel vision with the situations that we're going through. And it's like looking through a peephole in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Or if you, might, you might be cool and have a peephole in your house door, but I don't. don't but, um, you know, all hotel rooms have little peepholes. Yeah. And... Um, you look through there and you can see what's out there and it might be something good and it might be something bad mm-hmm. but whatever it is you can't see all of it right so it might be you might be excited about what you see through the peephole mm-hmm. or you might be terrified of what you see through that peephole mm-hmm. but no matter what you're not seeing all of it right. and until you and every hotel room door opens you have to step back to mm-hmm. open the door from the inside yeah. and until you can step back and open that door you're not going to see what's out there for you. That's true. You have to make yourself step back from the peephole and trust that what's on the other mm-hmm. side you can handle. Right. And so that, to me, that was just, that's the way God teaches me things, you yeah. know. Yeah. So when I was thinking about the sky, I was thinking, what if I could only see the sky like this? Because Lou likes to look through the telescope. telescope. Yeah. He loves that. I'm not interested in He's looking at one. Nerd. He is yeah. such a nerd. Ugh hot nerd but anyway um but he thinks and it's cool but i want to look and see the vastness like i feel like such a teeny tiny little gnat yeah you know in in the vastness of that and so god just reminded me that you know you might be going through some really Mm -hmm. stinky stuff you Mm -hmm. might be having some really rough issues or you might be very ill or whatever you um but just take a step back and stop looking through the peephole yep that's what I learned. This concludes my portion of the podcast. I Thank like you for it. coming. I like it. <laughs> stepping yeah. off your soapbox now? Yep. No, she's stepping back. She's oh. Stepping back and <laughs> opening the door. Just <laughs> so she can breathe. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, it, but it's so true because uh, it's, it's almost like a new, a new challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I have felt for quite some time that, you know, I really am at the doorway of something next Mm -hmm. i know that without a doubt Mm -hmm. and i believe that there's so many people that's exactly where we find ourselves at don't know exactly how to get you know to what's what's on the other side don't know how to do Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. exactly but i know that that we're supposed to and that's that's next and i like what you say because 
Otherwise, we'll put all of our attention on trying to make that come into focus mm -hmm. when it's us that needs to step back. Yeah. So there's a solid wooden door in between you and what you need to see or do. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can use a, what's those things that the sailors used to use? It's like a telescope, I guess, kind of. But, you know, but the one smaller. I, the pirate yeah. doodad that you hold with your hand. It's still a telescope. It's okay. still a telescope. <laughs> I mean, I don't so. know. No, it's called like, something else. Listen, I was into a periscope Barbies, not A periscope. That's on a Is submarine. It? it goes up oh, and that, looks no. out. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's claustrophobic. Yeah. No, anyway, uh, I feel like it has, like, Una something in it. But anyway. But so, like, you look through that to see where you need to go so you can see that island because you're stranded in the middle of the ocean. But you can't stay looking in that while you're paddle in your boat mm -hmm. you got to put it down and then you go back and reference and then you it go again. back and reference yeah. yeah because the view was very small small but but it did help you to see that what you couldn't see without it so it goes both ways it does that's good and it's true we need to see we yeah. need to be able to see what's out there and we can get excited about it mm -hmm. but we do need to step back a little bit so we can like you said get the bigger picture uh I like what this devotion says. I've got you, but I need you to breathe. Gosh. And, and uh, one of my favorite conferences that we had for women around the world was our Breathe Conference. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, we really literally talked about the body and the function of the body. And, and how we human beings, because we take on so much stress. And we aren't really breathing, and we're so shallow with our breathing. Mm -hmm. And so we don't get our body, you know, it isn't getting what it needs because mm -hmm. we really do have a lack of o oxygen. Like a panic attack. You guys could probably explain it because you're, like, way more medical. Like, why? because you, when you have a panic attack, they're, they're telling you, just take a deep breath. Well, if I could, I would, obviously. But it's because you're just breathing from way up here, right? Mm -hmm. Is yep. that correct? You're just breathing you're up in your chest. Shallow breathing, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, it changes your blood chemistry. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. that's not cool. And so the body that wants to fight for us and and wants to, it definitely needs to get to our brain so mm -hmm. that our brain can function right. But when we're not breathing, we really are taking life away from ourselves. Mm -hmm. that we that god you know he breathed into us mm -hmm. his breath of life and he wants to continue to breathe in and through us and I th go ahead i think in those situations too we find or at least i do i find myself wanting to run from those things yes. and i don't think that god always wants us to run no. actually i don't think he wants to most of the time to run from those things and you want to hide and you want to put your head in the sand and that's my favorite thing to I do i like to run and I like to hide. One of the things, because, you know, we're going through some things here and there, and one of the things that, actually, I was in the shower, and I feel like God kind of showed me as I was thinking about some things, and that if I were to face some of the things that I'm facing, or really all the things that I'm facing, the way that David, the confidence that David faced to Goliath with, and mm -hmm. he was so confident that he went to the king without even knowing the situation. Mm -hmm. He was so confident that he went and picked out the stones, not only for Goliath, but for all of his brothers. That's how confident he was mm -hmm. that he was going to mm -hmm. slay the situation. I mean, if I remember right, he even, once he slayed him, he was so confident he went and cut off his head. Yes. I mean, and it's, yes. and he, he was even trash talking. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's an ultimate, that's an ultimate mm -hmm. confidence that he was facing death 
essentially. Mm-hmm. If he he said, why not me? Yeah. Instead of not me. Mm-hmm. Instead you know? of mm-hmm. looking at, and I've been trying to refocus my vision and my the way I'm seeing things, the way I'm looking at these situations, instead of letting it get me to that place of hyperventilation, of extreme fear, of sweating, mm-hmm. of massive stress, of which is all fear. It's all related to fear. And looking at mm-hmm. it like... This is a giant, mm-hmm. and with the help of my father, I'm going to slay it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when me, with me personally, when I turn things into a competition, when I turn things into a game where I want to win, and I want to face this, and I want to win, which is what David did when he faced Goliath, it was a competition, and he wanted to win it. And mm-hmm. and when I do that, it, it, I don't fear anymore, and I don't worry mm-hmm. anymore, and mm-hmm. it's not easy. But that's what I've been trying to do. But what that, do you do yeah. to to keep that renewed in your mind? Because that's what that's something that I struggle with myself. Is like I'll get this great, like you know, revelation or epiphany mm-hmm. about something, and I'm like, all right, let's go forward. And then something uh, something will knock you off course for mm-hmm. a second, and and it takes a minute to recenter myself. Mm-hmm. So what do you do, or what what are you doing to keep yourself centered? I've been trying several different things. One of the things that I've always done that helps when I get in that situation is I really step back and look at the whole situation because you, it's so easy to get tunnel vision, mm-hmm. especially in the stuff you're facing. And if you really step back from it and you really look, and I don't always like to look at a worst-case scenario, but if I did look at a true worst-case scenario, what is the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Am I going to lose my wife over it? Am I going to lose the love of my pastors over it? Am I going to lose the love of my children over it? Probably not. Yeah. Probably none of those things. If I were to lose my house right now, is that going to be the end of the world? Is that going to be? M- it might be unpleasant, but it's not going to be the end of the world. You can you come know? to my basement anytime. Okay, it, it, thanks. You know, and it's just I, the the enemy tries to tell you what these worst case scenarios uh-huh. are. Mm-hmm. You're going to be so embarrassed. Well, really, if I'm shameful to people, are they really my friends? Is, mm. is there really anybody right. that I care about anyway? That's, That's right. right. Um, and if I mean, it's just those lies that and come shame in. is a fear tactic anyway it, 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 it just doesn't matter so mm-hmm. when i and i imagine when david looked at the situation with goliath well, what's the worst, worst case scenario he dies right i mean mm-hmm. and to be honest with you that's and not he even, was willing to do that yeah, yeah that, that's not even uh, something that i really fear because to be honest with you life after this will be much more pleasant mm-hmm. than than this so mm-hmm. if that is my time and i face something that God chooses, and then so be it. And I think that's what David did. If David's like, either I'm going to slay this giant, or I'm going to be with my father. End of end of story. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, but he yeah. had that confidence and in, in going into that, and that's kind of what I've been trying to do lately. Yeah, and I think I think a whole lot of people that are listening are in that same position. Maybe not our story, maybe not yours, but they're facing with giants. Our country is facing so many giants right mm-hmm. now. Yep. And, and there's so much term, turmoil, but when you mentioned David, you know, he walked out to supposedly a battlefield, and there was no warring except words. And the enemy really wants us to get into words mm-hmm. and shouting and screaming mm-hmm. and blaming yep. and terrified. And because if you're doing that, you're not focusing. No, we you're, you're just. We're not even looking You're just through being emotion. It's just emotional. A lot yeah. of scholars say yeah. that Goliath would just walk out at certain times during the day mm-hmm. and just, like, challenge people and mm-hmm. just, like, trash talk people mm-hmm. and try to shame the entire army, and none of them were bold enough to stand against yeah, him. Yeah, it was working, wasn't it? Yeah, and it did. They were all cowards. Well, yeah, and, and just, you know, he was just saying, 
you know, send me one of your men or send somebody to come out. And, you know, David, when he walks out there and he's like, you know, wait a minute, this enemy is defying the armies of God. And that's really what the enemy of our soul always tries to do is to he wants to defeat us because we are warriors we are part of the army of god and so you know david he saw the situation it's like well you know what this could go on forever Mm -hmm. and uh, our whole nation could be wiped out but you know what the god that kept me in the past and i learned a lot of lessons along the way and Faith just rose up within him and said, this uncircumcised Philistine is nothing to God. Mm -hmm. And everything that tries to bring us down and defeat us, it is of the enemy. It is an uncircumcised Philistine that is trying to bully us into going into our corners, trying to bully us and get us uh, off of what God has called us to do. And, And everything, I believe that every every place that we walk on this earth even in the times where we're like how did i get here i believe we can learn so much from them i wouldn't take anything from my journey and i mean that well also what goliath was trying to do and what he was successful at doing with those people was to get them to be cowards Mm -hmm. he wanted them to be cowards because as they were cowards they were just going to sit there and even if they chose to attack, yeah. they were gonna, they were terrified. Even if, if so, they could have just literally walked out and probably slayed them. I, I think they were just playing. He would, playing they were just game, playing mind, games with mind them. games, mm. and he was shaming them. But that's the same thing the enemy does to us. He does. Oh. He plays. He does not yes. want us to fight. And if he can sit there yes. and chip away and chip yes. away at your confidence and chip away yes. at your faith, and just yes. sit there and you're chip failing. and chip and chip, yeah. then you're just gonna lay there, and that's yeah. what he wants you to do. Absolutely. To be sick and to be anxious yeah. and to be. I don't think that's being a coward, though. I think that that's just, I mean, the stress of it all. Like, because I see that as a different view. Like, I don't see in in our lives what the enemy is that, but I I see what the children of Israel were doing because they were facing a a visual enemy. All they could see was giants, how big the giant was. In what you may go through in your life, you weren't necessarily a coward because you aren't you don't see it and it's a it's a mind game and it's a different situation but by definition if we were to really step back and look at it we are cowering to the enemy mm-hmm. i mean we are and, and we do that until we get our mind renewed right. and not everybody's meant to do everything no right? Right. so no. it wasn't it wasn't everybody's task to attack goliath but no, right. nobody who was supposed to be able to chose to well the king didn't right the king did not give the orders they were cowering Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. you know david who was literally there to bring lunch Mm -hmm. just like the boy with the fish and Mm -hmm. the loaves probably Mm -hmm. around 13 14 years old yes Mm -hmm. was like okay i'll do it let me try that's a big deal you know and if our youth could ever you know we need to pray for our young people that they Mm -hmm. that same boldness will come upon them you know, and realize that the enemy is just badgering people, literally badgering. And that's what it was doing. But look what happened after the giant fell and after, you know, after the head was cut off of the enemy. And that could yeah. be anything. It could the, the negative thoughts, you know, the the 
thinking that I'm a failure mm-hmm. or what's people going to say. And one of the, but anyway, I want to come back to that thought that I just had. We got to get past ourselves. Huh? We got to get past ourselves. But what happened afterward was the Israelites, all of a sudden, the boldness came up mm-hmm. within them. Infectiously. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so God's just looking for some men and women, doesn't matter how young, how old, to, yeah, it's a real threat. It is. But you know what? Uh, we're going to get the head of the enemy off. We just are. Cause, because, number one, we're not going to give in to fear because that is the tactic. That's the first tactic that the enemy always, always comes against us. But I remember a time in life, two times in my life, actually, where one of the biggest things that I personally had to get over myself with was shame. Mm -hmm. Maybe three times. I think it really was three times that that was huge to me. Well, in shame, shame can have a lot of components to it. Mm -hmm. And failure because of failures and and I don't know all I all I can tell you is especially the third time that shame came I was more familiar with it Mm -hmm. and and I see that as I was familiar with it I handled it different you knew your enemy Mm -hmm. I did I and you knew yourself better and I knew myself better yeah Mm -hmm. And I think that's with a lot of different things that come to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because fear was a motivator of my life. Mm -hmm. And the weapon, that weapon of fear and depression was so real. But as time went on and, you know, the last time that he showed up, it had a different effect. Mm -hmm. And so even though we don't like we don't like to go through shame we don't like to go through fear we don't like to feel like we're failing mm-hmm. but he took it all for us mm-hmm. and the when we've gone through everything that we go through it strengthens us mm-hmm. and we begin to and i like what you said tiff because that's the truth i knew who i was then mm-hmm. the shame in one sense, the third time around was greater than any I'd had mm-hmm. because I had two really bad ones. Yeah. yeah. And the third one, boy, I mean, you're like, wow. You know, you begin to t- take it all in personally of mm-hmm. who you are. But there's something about it when it's like, you know what? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a and there's a difference whenever that switch flips. Mm-hmm. When you say, I see what you're doing mm-hmm. and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. So bring your best mm-hmm. and we'll duke it out. Mm-hmm. But just know that I I know who I am now. Mm-hmm. So you're not ready for that. And right. that's that's been huge in my life. And mm-hmm. I, I imagine that I learned that from my mama. But it you have to know who you are, yeah. and and you have to know who God is, yes. and that He's yes. He. It's Him in you. Yes. It's not right. us. We're yes. not some fantastic people, no. but it's Him in us, and He takes our broken, garbled, mm. gross, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you know, all of the flaws, and I have yes. many, and He takes it and He turns it for good, yes. and and doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But when you fi- when you face loss or failure or shame or or whatever Mm -hmm. and 
and you realize that this time when something because he's never going to stop coming no Mm -hmm. no that's literally his job until jesus comes the devil's going to be busy right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not like oh finally he's gone no until we go to heaven we're going to have battles right absolutely so but the day that you realize that oh i see you you little Mm -hmm. jerk Mm -hmm. i see what you're doing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's not no i wasn't talking to siri i didn't call you that (laughs) my phone was like excuse me um but it's it's different. Your mm-hmm. battle is different. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't cry. doesn't mean mm-hmm. you don't feel like a failure. doesn't mean whatever. But you don't stay there and roll around in it yes. like mm-hmm. like a like yes. a corn cob and butter. Right. You don't just keep rolling around in it like a yeah. pig in mud. Yeah. You're like, okay, fine. I need a moment. Mm-hmm. Let me have a little freak out. Mm-hmm. And then let's go, let's go to work. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so Isaiah 4110. I think that's correct. Uh, look and see. Uh, out and I don't remember which translation I got this out but several years ago uh, when I was walking through a time where it was really rough it Mm -hmm. was really really hard and I remember that the Lord just really uh, opened this scripture up to me it became a daily word a daily meal Mm -hmm. and uh that yeah, one. that's the one, uh, but it's not that translation. But the translation that was, uh, fear not, for I am with you. Mm-hmm. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Mm-hmm. I will help you. I will harden you to difficulties. Mm-hmm. And those who have rose up against you, your enemies, mm-hmm. you will look around and you will see them no more. Right. And and then I don't remember what the next verse was at the moment but anyway for years I thought about that and it was just my daily bread when I got up and you know those times where you have a hard time breathing when you get up because Mm -hmm. the pit of your stomach just Mm -hmm. feels so bad and you're like oh I can't believe I'm here I can't believe we're here Mm -hmm. I can't believe this is happening I can't yeah and that you know and I just felt that and you know you walk into a room and you know that there are certain rooms that you walk in that people have their ideas of what they think is happening in your life. and But yet you can walk in places and God help me to be to a place where I held my head up high mm-hmm. in spite of because it was like, I don't know how to say it except it was just God's grace mm-hmm. on me to walk through and let others know that greater is he that's in us than he that's Mm -hmm. in the world. And I can't undo yesterdays or decisions and all, but yet I wouldn't take anything for the journey. And I feel like so many people are, are being attacked and we can't help but feel like it's personal. Mm -hmm. But when we understand whose we are, Mm And uh, that he said, fear not, for I'm with you. I will uphold you with the right hand of your righteous. I'm using this situation to harden you to difficulties. Mm Because like Tiffany said, difficulties are going to come. Life is just going to be full of them. And you're going to look around. And the enemy that was pressing you, when I put this word in your heart, you're going to look around and it's not even there Mm -hmm. anymore. Because I'm telling you what, I've seen the enemy, I've, God take the enemies and cause the enemies, just like he did with the Israelites, mm-hmm. they begin to turn on each other. Mm-hmm. Because when God walks into our battlefield, mm-hmm. and when we 
can take him at his word. Fear not, for I am with you. I haven't taken my eye off of you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, mm-hmm. because I've got you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to use this situation, because what I have for you and what God wants to do with you and in your life, this is all just part of your your growth mm-hmm. in trusting me for the next. Mm-hmm. And I really, truly believe. Yeah, verse 12 says, Though you search for your enemies, there you, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. This next one kind of cracks me up. Because he's talking to Jacob. He said, do not be afraid, you worm, Jacob. Mm -hmm. Little Israel, do not fear. Mm -hmm. Like He's like, stop being such a baby, right? Right. Don't worry, I've got it. Um, For I myself, not I'll send an angel to do it. Mm -hmm. I myself will help you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I mean, that's good stuff. It's good good stuff. stuff. It's good stuff. So just know that God's got... He's got you. Mm-hmm. You just have to let him have you. Yep. And uh, I encourage you to, to step back in the middle of your mess. Step back. And like Tiffany said, right, let's, let's step back so that we can see the picture more clearly. Because I believe God is swinging wide the doors. And what we think and what the devil meant for our evil, God says, I'm going to take that. And I'm going to use it for your mm-hmm. good because mm-hmm. you have trusted me. That belittlement of David and that that little ruddy kid that uh, God appointed and called to be a king. And uh, his brothers and even his father didn't think he was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. And yet God found him and sought him out. But yet he had to stay out there. And, and he still had to stay faithful. And But one day... And I don't even know if David always knew what he was training for. Oh, when he I'm was, sure he did. When he was fighting the bear, he was just taking care of it. Mm-hmm. He was doing his job. Mm-hmm. He just kept doing his job, putting his hand to the plow and doing he what he He knew he was do. anointed because he he'll knew. never forget that moment. Yeah. But what did kingship look like? Yeah. What well, does that mean? I guess I'll just keep exactly. doing what I'm supposed yeah. to do right. until yeah. I step into yeah. that Yeah, point. what does yeah. that look like for me, you know? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Keep doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Until you hear the next thing. So, I just believe that... Today, you heard a word of encouragement that God wants you to know that the interruptions of your life, they're, uh, they're for a purpose because God's at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, you know, he's changing our course a little bit. Amen? Amen. What'd you say? Tiffy wants to pray. Oh, okay. She does. She does. She's mad at me. Oh, well, that's okay, but she can pray through. <laughs> Whatever she's gonna, she she wants to pray because you know what, this little this, this little lady has a lot of lot of wisdom and uh, God gave her pray for you that too. word. Excuse me as I get under yeah, the table. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Chris is next time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I thought for sure I had it. That's why I felt so confident to say that. But I man, like, you got tagged. I was trying to give her the sign. He he was. I re- talked too much. No. Yeah. No. I appreciate all of you, and I appreciate our <laughs> listeners, and and we just really want to encourage you. Every time that we come to the table, I know sometimes we're a little silly, uh, but uh, laughter is like uh, it's a good medicine. We all need we need a daily dose, mm-hmm. more than one, and so you we can relax sometimes and not take yourself too seriously. Yes, sure. for sure. That's that's the enemy also. Yes, yes it is. Thinking and you can't take a breath. Yeah, 
and so we are going to do our very best to breathe i want one more time before you pray tiffany this scripture i want to read it um psalm 9 9 and 10 all who oppress may come to yahweh as a high shelter in the time of trouble a perfect hiding place for those that would like to just go hide you go right ahead and hide but go in his hiding place Mm -hmm. i would like to hide yeah we'll just hide in with him and he's waiting for us for everyone who knows your name keeps putting their trust in you you can we they can count on you for help no matter what oh lord you will never no never neglect those who come to you so run to your hiding place and and uh, breathe let his presence just be in your life in everything you do go ahead tiff Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we've had together tonight, God, and I pray a blessing over our listeners, God, wherever they are in the world, in whatever situation that they're going through in their life and they're dealing with, Father, I pray that you touch their situation specifically, God, because you're a personal Mm. God and you care about everything that concerns us. And Father, I pray that you would help us to take a step back and see the big picture and to see the goodness of yes, you, even God. when we're in the middle of what may seem like the biggest battle of our life, God. Give us the courage, mm-hmm. Father, to step forward when we need to, to step back and look when we need to, Father, and when we need to hide in the cleft of the rock, mm-hmm. Father, with you. God, I just pray for direction for every listener that's that's uh, hearing this right now, God. And I just pray, Father, that... They will have a renewed might, a renewed spirit, Father, mm-hmm. and they they will have hope because you gave us hope in a future, and you will mm-hmm. not leave us alone, God. And we just Amen. thank you so much for your love and your direction and, and your sweet, sweet peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Yeah, Tiffany, you were the one to pray tonight. Yes, you were. Ooh, what else? Amen. That's why you didn't want to. Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts and your life. Shalom. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from at the table you can also check us out at darleneroads.org also at wawministries.org thanks again for joining us at at the table with darlene